This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Sharp Tongue Podcast. This is Jessie May, your girl of the hour. There are children crying in the background, dogs barking. And on this week's episode, we ask the question, can dementia and Alzheimer's be funny? With my friend, comedian extraordinaire, Chris McClure. I wrote down some notes. Yep. You have a perfect bun on top of your head. I, I've perfected the bun. It looks like a hair shit. It does. It looks like a poop emoji. Right? Wow. <laughs> Without a mirror, you did that. Yeah, I did. I wrapped it around and put two eyes in it as well. You just... <laughs> and you know, That's the hair clip. That would be a great hair clip for your shit emoji hair. You just feel funny. it with your hands. You you hold it with both hands like a woman with a basket on her head. And, and then you just know when it's right. You're like, this is this is right. <laughs> Do you think my dad's going to have Alzheimer's? <laughs> well, here we go. This isn't a podcast. This is like medical advice. Like, oh, I'm a clue. Listen, this is your parents have yard sailed. Can I get a little free advice here? Yard sailed. Yeah. It's like how to make dementia and Alzheimer's funny. Oh, well, that's our goal. It's going to happen here. You have to make it funny. Yeah. Yeah. That's. Uh, Did I just scratch your wall? It's impossible. Nine, 900 coats of paint on these walls. <laughs> Um, How, what stage is your mom? She is in the final stage of uh, Alzheimer's and dementia. How many stages lobe. are four in Alzheimer's, right? Well, I'm going to be Googling. I'm going to be fact checking while yeah, you, you tell me. Yeah, you should fact check it because we don't um, want to misinform people. There was the, uh, the early onset stage where uh, she was having a hard time with her vocabulary. And that started in about um, hmm, 2010. Now, here's a question for you. Early on, when stuff started happening, did you question it? Or now, in, in retrospect, you sort of were like, oh, I should have re- recognized those signs. Well, I mean, we were suspect because, um, you know, she worked she worked really, really hard. Like, she was a, like, she never stopped. She, there are few, you know, I was a commercial fisherman, and there are people, like, there's only maybe only one other person I've ever known in my life that works harder than my mom, and it was like a, a guy on a dock that I knew. What did she do? She was a uh, interior decorator, interior designer, and she sold flooring and so artistic and, and like mathematical. Super well, I wouldn't say mathematical, but like no? she was just an incredible <laughs> designer. No, but the um and and that's actually funny enough how we found out. Um, she was an, just she had incredible taste. She was a great decorator. She when my parents split. She started selling vacuum cleaners in front of the, uh, it was called Price Club, which is like Costco. 
What? And then the dude that our family bought carpeting from was going in to get something. And he's like, hey, didn't I just sell you like wall-to-wall carpeting in your beautiful house like a year ago? And my mom's like, yeah, you know, I'm divorced now and I'm look- I needed a job and my husband, you know. My dad split and left us broke. So so uh, fun. So yeah, no, great. Enter comedy. So, yeah, 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 for sure, <laughs> for sure. Well, he's dead now. Oh, okay, good. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Guys, it's going to get a lot darker. Yeah, it's going to, oh, it's going to You better buckle bad, in. We should have warned worse, people. Bad to worse, <laughs> should have buckled in. But uh, yeah, so uh, she, this, this guy was like, he liked my mom. Um, everybody does, did. So he goes, well, well, you want to learn how to sell carpeting? I could use a salesperson a few days a week at my carpet store. My mom was like, I will do anything. How hard is it to sell carpeting? Oh, well, you know. You want soft floor? Yeah, here's some. Well, there's like a gazillion. You ever walked into a carpet store? No, I've never kinds. been in. I don't think I ever will. No, I've seen your house. <laughs> I, you know, you know, Every time you, you come know, over. You're on hands and knees with nature's miracle. Going, all right, where'd you pee? They peed here. I know they peed. They probably shit over here. It's all stand. That carpeting, by the way, forget your deposit. That shit looks like a fucking, it looks like a Holstein cow. It's just blotches of It looks of like Ray Liotta's color. face. Oh, God. My car, I'm always. I've considered <laughs> pissing on your floor to make it smell better in your house. Shut you know up. what I mean? You know what? My house does not smell. No, it smells like nature's miracle. It does. Well, only only when you come over. For some reason, my animals like to pee when you're around. I don't know what it is. Yeah, excited. But every time you've come over, my nose has literally been in my carpet yeah, yeah, sniffing yeah. for piss stains. Yeah, it's. Because it it's always when I leave and come back with bunny or chaplain they like to mark the hell like so when you have one of them out the others just take well like if i'm gone with bunny or chaplain like on the road or something and i come back it's like they need to re light up the fucking floors oh got it just re-piss and then i go over and like drop a couple you know droplets let them know i'm yeah i'm the alpha yeah you don't even have to pee (laughs) you just sit there drinking a just a tall glass of water waiting staring at never breaking eye contact just looking at them yeah, I pay this rent, motherfuckers. So your mom got into in- industrial. <laughs> yeah, she uh, ran a jackhammer for years. <laughs> Interior design. Interior design from a carpet shop. Yeah, from a carpet shop. So she got she learned how to measure. She learned all the different types of. That's carpeting. what I mean about mathematical. Like, I I don't mean that she's like a mathematical genius, but the thing by your standards, yeah, she's incredible at <laughs> in math. Listen, I'm yeah. terrible. I'm looking at the the guitars on your wall right now, and I'm like one. Yeah, I know. I've seen you, I've seen you count them three times. Boy, he's got like nine hundred guitars up there. There's I suck four. at math, but I mean, you have to have some sort of like spatial awareness yeah, when you're no, interior designer. And she also um, just incredibly creative. She could walk into any space and go, "No, the floors should be this type, and your walls could do this, and if you open up that wall, this could be that." And so she, she saw potential in yeah, things. Yeah, totally. That's did she see potential in you? Probably oh, not. With that pit stain. Have, Jesus. Oh yeah, it was hot. It's outside. Like an oil slick under your armpit. So, Oh, you're going to talk about ducks. perspiration over there? You're going to talk about so perspiration? I smell like, I imagine what Charlize Theron characters smell like in Monster all the time. Just I've seen your forehead so shiny. I'm Sicilian. Respect is that the what grease. It is? Are they that shiny? Yeah. I've They're that been. shiny. Have you been? Is that a real thing? The Sicilians are fucking, is it shiny or swarthy? Swarly? What am Swarly? I? A, what am I? A, a pirate? Yeah, just like that kind of. It's oil. It's like you're up to something, sweat. <laughs> yeah, it's like what did you just steal? Nothing. You look like you're being interrogated with the sweat under your armpits right now. I'm sorry. You have a you have a velvet custom Neil Diamond frame. Oh, so we're gonna jump photo. around a little bit on. We're this. just jump. Yeah, <laughs> guys, this podcast is about how we have Alzheimer's and dementia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no shit, our parents are fine. 
Her parents are my We're the fucked up ones. What are they doing in the garage? Just let him be. He can't lock the fence. <laughs> lock the fence. Put the cars in the driveway so yeah, they don't yeah. wander, out, wander out to the street. Yeah. Okay, let's focus. Your mom's interior design. Mm-hmm. When did you first notice something was a muck? She ran a... Um, so she... Uh, we moved... Um, we were living in Santa Barbara. She worked her ass off. She built this business up. She built her own business. And um, she was killing it for a while, but it was like she never stopped working. And uh, she had a bookkeeper for her company. And in 2010, I think, uh, I was managing a band, and I was with them over in London. And I turned on my phone, and I got uh, a phone call from a family friend of ours who was like, hey, where's your mom going? I'm at her shop right now, and everything's in moving boxes. Like, where's she moving to? And I had no idea she was moving or shutting her store down so I called her and she just broke down in tears and she was like oh honey I just I you know my bookkeeper moved away and I didn't hire anybody else and I got too far behind on my books and my taxes and my accounts receivables and um I lost the store I have to shut the store down I can't pay my rent and I don't know what's going on I I just I'm just completely overwhelmed and we thought she was having like like a just a nervous sort of breakdown or just was just exhausted but we were also noticing like when she'd come down um, to uh, both my brother and I uh, live in LA. When she'd come down, she she grew up in Culver City. She grew up around here, and she's been coming down here forever. And she'd be like, "Hey, let's meet at that. Um, let's go to that coffee place on that main. What's that main street by your brother? Like Ventura? Yeah, you know that. But let's go to that. What's the coffee place? The green coffee place. I'm like, fucking Starbucks. Yeah, yeah, let, yeah. Okay, yeah, that's right. Star- sorry, I'm having a hard time with my words. Yeah, Starbucks. And so my brother and I were like suspicious and we were also like going over her business and like shutting things down and and closing out accounts and we were like this is she might have had a stroke. Cuz strokes can Yep, they kick, can trigger dementia. They can trigger dementia. For sure. And so uh we got her signed up with health insurance immediately. Yeah. Uh Last thing you want to do is have a pre-existing condition and yeah. go on health insurance. And so, yeah. America! So we got her signed up for some health insurance. And then um, like a couple months later, we went in and started doing some um, memory tests and evaluations with psychiatrists. So you guys kind of figured out or like, but here's a question. Can, I Googled, there's seven stages. Mm-hmm. Um, sta- uh, stage seven is the final stage of Alzheimer's disease. It's just, disease is terminal illness. And in stage seven, they're nearing death, which is so fucking, it's almost like. A, this is going to be a funny podcast. I mean, it's, <laughs> am I, I, I was saying this before, like when real shit happens, don't you just go fuck it. Let's just keep it real. Like it can be funny in, in the moments where it needs to be funny, but it's like, I, ever since I did the past couple episodes where I've been talking about my dad and just explaining what's going on. People are like, me too, me too. It's like hashtag me too, mm-hmm. but no one's getting fingered. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They're just getting fingered emotionally. Yeah. But oh, it's fisted. <laughs> yeah, it's not, I wish it and was And then not fingered. remembering. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God. Why, why can't I sleep on my back anymore? Why won't my asshole close? Oh, that's right. <laughs> Harvey should have sexually assaulted people with dementia. If he were smart, then they wouldn't remember the assault and he'd be totally fine by now. You know, there's a bit in there for sure. <laughs> for sure. Just don't give up. Don't give up. Don't give up, right? This is what, this is what separates, you know, the the goods from the greats. But do you know if it, you can skip to a stage? Like sometimes it creeps up on you. Sometimes you don't know early, early on. So we went, we, 
we pulled our license fast because our driver's license because we went in uh within a few months we were at kaiser who were great and uh we went in and saw that like they did this memory test and i took her to it it was fucking devastating watching oh her. i can't imagine um you know they'd say three or four words and then they'd say uh, and then they'd have her repeat them back and then they'd say those three or four words and they'd add a couple more words and have them repeat them back and like she couldn't do any of it she, she had a really hard time and then she was getting frustrated and scared you know um and then it's that adjustment period that you're going through oh, right now oh god it's that, hor- it's horrible what you're in right now is the worst part it's like it's up and down it's like oh great day a fucking horrible yeah, day you're in a washer machine okay it's you're literally like yeah I, you just you can't settle into anything that's right and this is uh you know my mom was you know she raised me and she's an incredible human and classy and she seems very warm just from that video you posted so, like so like filled with love absolutely the greatest human yeah and everyone in her life would say that yeah right? she was great to everyone yeah um watching it because it's so undignified yeah and it's and you're so it's helpless brutal. yeah you're so helpless to watch somebody that you feel that strongly about yeah like you know i love my dad yeah but you know, he's dead. He's dead. And he died the day before I did the first podcast. With I know. Him. Yeah. Which is in the summer. Yeah. It feels like a lifetime has passed I between know. now and then. Jesus. But and like, and you that's know, been hard. Th- that episode we did, mm-hmm. um, had I just come back from drive, driving cross country, I think I just come back from my driving cross country, my dad started to decline mm-hmm. right before we did that episode. Yep. So your dad passed, and then yeah. you, you're dealing with your mom. You had just cleaned out your dad's house. And we didn't think that my dad was... We thought we were like in the seventh inning with him. Yeah. Know, he hadn't been taking care of himself. He... He left when I was 12 and then came back when I was 22. Guys, this is a funny podcast, it's by so the way. Terrible. We just want to reiterate... This is in the comedy section. If you go to iTunes, <laughs> Google, go ahead, just take a moment. Google Sharp Tongue Podcast. Got it in there? Okay. Now it's a comedy podcast. Just want to say that. You know, we all, we all kind of forgave him. We felt sorry for him. You know, he's just a broken dude. Yeah. He was just a pussy. That's it. He was just a pussy. And, you know, he skipped a few hugs. My pussy's not broken. FYI. I know. What, yours? Yeah. I, I, we got to come up with a better word for somebody that's not tough. I know. Because it's just, are so pussies tough. are so tough. Man. Like what about um a, a worm a worm dick a worm dick Wor- a flaccid dick just a soft dick soft dick he's a limp dick he's a limp dick that's it yeah he's a limp dick. that's a really good yeah limp dicks are the very worst. vulnerable and I don't want anyone to see this thing it limp. looks like a dead baby bird oh god they it's look bad. like it like a possum if that... I'm lucky it looks like that <laughs> sometimes it looks like a just a a baby opossum Jesus it looks like a fucking looks doorbell. like a gerbil your new gerbil pet. Brand new gerbil. There's sometimes Pre-hair. where I'll get out of the ocean after surfing and I'll be so cold that my dick will be white. It's unbelievable. Like, I'm, I'm a white dude, but it's white. Gandalf like, dick. Like, the head of my dick literally looks like it was hit by lightning. You know what's so weird? My dad's dick is white. And I thought I'd die without knowing that information. <laughs> <You know? laughs> my dad's dick. Literally, I can tell you. If wow. I put He's a- got an albino? <laughs> Uh-huh. Yeah, and he's got like gray pubes. If I put oh, Jesus, a little pointy like hat, it would look like it. Oh my god! You oh, shall not pass. pass. You got to get him a cane. You got to get a, a little, little staff. staff, little yeah. dick staff. Yeah, dick staff. It literally dick I staff love production. Dick staff. <laughs> there you go, Jess. You've got it. 
Oh. It's, that's funny. My dad's, I have all, it's just burned in my brain. I really thought I'd get through. None of my sisters have seen it. Are you kidding me? None I think of maybe them, one did. None of them have gone in for it? I put gloves on and put my hand right in his ass. I told you that, didn't that's, I? That's bold. I haven't, I didn't do that with, uh, with my mom, thank God. Um, I did help her in the shower here one time. It's an interesting thing. And, um, well, they're just so, um, they're so chi- at a certain point, they just get so childlike. They the become worst, children. You know, backing up to where you're at, um, you're at the worst part because you're clinging to normalcy. Ugh. And there are these little islands of moments with, with your dad, I'm sure, to where he's lucid. And it's like, oh, all right, no, he could be fine. We just need a little more of this. Whatever's happening right now, we just need more of this. But doesn't stay that way it just it's we're all declining you know just some faster than others this This is is a a comedy it's a comedy comedy podcast Jessamay world famous stand up comedian (laughs) All right, I hung out with Andrew Dice Clay last night guys comedy amazing she can't stop scratching all over her body by the way (laughs) hickory dickory duck you got some disease from my cock uh oh um yeah so um it's right now is the worst because it's 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 not consistent and you're not used to it you're not it's my biggest nightmare of course it's my biggest nightmare but it's also but it also so you know it was the first few years um were tough um heartbreaking my mom was also dating an old family friend of ours during this time and he was like I'm going to marry her and she doesn't need to drive anymore because I live on a golf course in Vegas and this guy bought us some serious time and was such a gift, um, is such a gift. Companionship is huge. Yeah. And so she moved into his place, uh, on the golf course in Vegas and that lasted a few years. Um, that's nice that she got that three years ago. Oh, she got her last couple years of her life. That's amazing. Of her memories. Yeah. Were fucking great. We got Christmas trees. We, we you know, she got to decorate a house. She got yeah. to cook. Um, the guy was good to her. He's great to her. He still calls her. Oh, um, it's the fucking notebook. The phone up. Yeah, they put the phone up to her ear. Oh, my God. It's so, so goddamn heartbreaking. It's just absolutely, uh, it's destroying. And you battle, you go back and forth between accepting the reality. And then wondering what you can do. <sighs> yeah, so the answer is. By the way, guys, <laughs> Chris McClure and I are both <laughs> going back and forth. Holding back tears, I can see you. <laughs> what are you doing? I'm gonna stop this. <laughs> I'm gonna stop it right now. This is the third podcast in a row mm-hmm. I've cried. It's fine. I'm coming to terms with just feeling my emotions. And- well, that's the gift. <laughs> is it? Yeah, it is. Well, here's the fucked up part, right? That as creative people and and you know comics and <laughs> listen to you, you're already podcast. laughing. We're not stopping. <laughs> I'm gonna stop. I thought about it because yes. I. It's when I thought I was gonna cry. Oh! And then oh, I saw you, you cry, oh, you and st- I'm like, I don't want to look like that. <laughs> oh, you stop it! Yeah. When you cry, Goddamn you right. fucking whore. Oh, I'm gonna edit the fuck out of this thing. <laughs> oh, God, he's so strong. He is so strong. Oh, you, you know. God, look at him. He's like Zeus up there. <laughs> up there. I can't even Jesus, see you. Right. Oh. What okay, strength. continue your sentimental thing. You were saying something sentimental nice. Sentimental thing is that <laughs> we we have had 
our repartee our whole lives to where we've been able to dance around our feelings and get to them later or yeah. let people let people in to a certain extent not we all the way let people have as much as we are comfortable with them having and and a lot of times you know we think that like oh yeah so and so yeah we like we click but we can really hold a lot of our lives at bay oh yeah because of our uh banter and we're so f- you know fast and and that- also we ha- we can we are, we're thick skinned yeah oh yeah yeah i got this horrible card in the mail from this woman that had dead crickets in it <laughs> And I think she meant that that was my audience or those were my fans because she referenced my comedy career in it. And uh, I thought it was a Christmas card. Um, and it was like, hey, you're an, uh, you're, your comedy's okay. Uh, you're a good enough guy. Um, you know, this is a goddamn nightmare. I, I, I'm paraphrasing, but there I was... Literally, I literally... We have was, to read the card. <laughs> the card. I sent you a card. Yeah. And for real, I put dead crickets in you it. You put dead crickets in. Chris... I put a box of dead crickets. You put a box of dead crickets Did in. You not, people would laugh so hard i did i did i'm like well these are cl- this is clearly these are my fans i know I've, I've heard them at my shows i also put something else in there uh a five dollar five canadian dollar bill <laughs> and a picture of you from your fucking podcast like you promoted your podcast to me like what 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 did you do what, oh did, you, did you just close your eyes and grab a, a, grab the top of your dresser with your right hand and you're like these things these things here and where do you even get five canadian dollars it smelled like maple syrup did you smell it i didn't no why would i do that oh you should change it change it and you get 325 back yeah no i'm good i'm good <laughs> oh my god i'm crying oh god anyway my point is our lives we've been <laughs> we're able to keep our lives and people and our feelings at bay through our our repartee yeah and through the stories that that we create and and when something like this happens you're so heartbroken broken and leveled that it forces you to stop. It does. If we're, this there's is the no, bullshit. There's no outrunning it, right? No, there's no, there's outrunning no this bullshit. bullshit. So, you know, for the last few years, you know, I, thank God uh, I have the people in my life that I have because there have been times to where I'm on my way to my production company on the other side of town and I'll make it two traffic lights and I'll just start sobbing. And I'm like, I, I can't, I can't today. You know, I'm not, I just, I can't. Um, I'm going home and I'm I'm not going to wear pants and I'm going to sit in my feelings and I'm going to write or I'm going to go work out or I'm going to go, you know, surfing or I'm going to go call my best friend from Ohio. I'm going to go see my brother or I'm going to see my mom, but I'm going to sit. I'm, there's no getting ahead of this feeling. Yeah. Because I can't fucking talk. I'm just. Yeah, it's. Yeah. Weeping. Yep. And. Uh, and it's, you know, have you because I've never experienced pain like this before, really. It's. When you're crying, it's like a full the your whole body. That's right. Aches. Yeah, because it's not crying from suffering. Like, oh, I can't believe that fucker did a blah blah. He didn't blah, call me back. Oh, he cheated on me, yeah, and because, she's a bitch. Because all of that shit is really a reflection of ourselves. Like, yeah. like oh, we're you know your self worth isn't there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you got bad habits. Your dad treated you like shit, so you're dating assholes. Like, all, whatever the thing is. But and and you can cry from a position of suffering, 
but that's not really gr- that's not grieving. No, that's sadness. Sadness so, and grieving are two totally fucking different things. I think when you're when you're really grieving, you're connected to the feelings of loss. Yeah. And the and the loss, like we don't connect on our dreams because our dreams change throughout our lives. We, you know, at different stages of our lives, we want to be different things, but we all connect on our loss. Yeah. Because loss is universal. Yeah. Everyone is going to lose a love, is going to lose a parent. Their parents, you know, unless they fucking go out first, yeah. you know, they're going to lose loved ones, they're going to lose jobs, they're going to lose, you know, well, their money, I thought I was going to do this, I ended up doing this, people make mistakes. Losses are what define us. And this is the loss of the love of your life. Well, it is. That's what, that's exactly, that's exactly what it is. And it, it the, the thing that's so frustrating is you can't do anything other than grieve how fucking profound that love is. Yeah. And and that whole. Yeah. There's no and there's no laughing. I mean, you can laugh. You can, you know, you can try to fucking joke your way through it, but you are going to fucking cry. Yeah. You are going to wail. You're going to grieve. There are going to be days to where you just don't. You go to your knees. You just drop to your knees. And you also, for me, and I would suspect that you're there now and have been there for the last few months. You don't know this side of you. No, you don't know. Like I thought, oh, my God, I'm never going to be funny again. Yeah, that's how I feel. You know? and I thought, yeah, you've said that. I, I, I thought I'm not. Oh, my God, I'm never going to whoever I wind up with my my wife, mother of my kids is never going to know my boyfriend, mother. my boyfriend. I have, I, we called each other boyfriend, girlfriend, because I'm like, oh. fuck it. I'm like, what, what's the, what, what's our is this? We're boyfriend, girlfriend. But that's, I was worried that my whole life I was like, I want my dad to meet a good guy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know? And you yeah. think that. You're like, they're not going to meet. Yeah. And and this person isn't going to know them the way that I know Right. Them. And I, ha- yes, I had that fucking thought. I was and, like. And, but all of that, that's all psychology. Yeah. All of that is just psychology. The feelings, the feelings are the, they're the boss. Because there's really no getting around them. We you can can't, put them You off. can't cheat them. You can't. Yeah, you can. They find their way back. And if you don't honor them, they come back in the horrible ways. The weirdest fucking ways. They, it's, oh, my brother and I have fought. Like, my brother and I have, like, luckily, we used to fight a lot growing up, and then we became really close when That's my sister wife. and I, too. And he's, you met him. Yeah, he, he smells like Christmas. <laughs> he loved that. The next day, he goes, that was so fun last night. She told me I smelled like Christmas. <laughs> I got right in his, the nape yeah, of his you did. neck. Yeah, as you should. It smelled like Christmas yeah, morning. The best. Yeah, like, like a, and a good Christmas. Gingerbread yeah, and, and a good Christmas. Kale's jewelers. Yeah, where like people pay to have the presents wrapped. Every kiss begins with kiss. <laughs> it's like who had time to make a frittata? <laughs> this family. That's how they do in the who morning. Who had time to make yeah. a frittata? Oh, they're incredible. It smelled like waffles and gingerbread. It was oh, amazing. He is the best. Did I just hear a train? A little choo-choo train? <laughs> I didn't even see you set that up. Is Santa's sleigh bell right in your aorta? <laughs> <laughs> I know. You smell like Rudolph taint and, and he's just, Christmas They're gifts. just so good. But, <laughs> you know, we also, um, we're very different and we grieve very different, my brother and I. Um, you, and you, you see more, I don't know your brother that well, but knowing you, you see more sensitive. Uh, we're both very, very sensitive, but I'm, I'm more uh, on the court with it. Yeah, that's what I'm, like, you're, yeah. You have a direct line to I'm, it. Absolutely. And, uh, and it's also, you know, 
the the irony is not lost on me it, to roll it into music to roll it into storytelling and comedy and it's so it's been it's been really it was easy for easier for me to roll my dad i literally got on stage with you a week after my dad died and and had jokes about him there were but, dead dad jokes throughout the whole night <laughs> i know you you tagged it five times <laughs> I, i'm sitting with my brother and we were like oh there's another one yeah yeah unbelievable i'll have to put it into the this episode of, the ghost of chris's dad was up there fingering me i think that was one of them <laughs> yeah his kindergarten teacher wife loved that one she was like this is, this is entertainment that's what i got <laughs> but is- that, that's where it gets fun like that's like the payoff a little bit like w- the pain the pure pain of it creates such an honest no fucks given reaction where where you and I are you're up there yeah. talking about your dead dad uh-huh. I'm up there t- responding about your dead dad yeah yeah and it's sort of it, people get offended by stuff like that and it's like no 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 this is how you he- this is literally how you heal that's it yeah and that's <clears throat> you know there was no, there was very little laughing with my mom about her condition because yeah. she was so terrified about it, and and it was very heavy and and ha- it was just so hard while she was still lucid and semi lucid. And does it with with that? Does she did she understand she had Alzheimer's? Did she, or was it like moments of lucidity she understood and then she it knew would something fade. was wrong, but she didn't know. If you asked her, she was like, "Oh well, you know, sometimes I don't. Um, sometimes I don't talk." Um, sometimes I, well, you know, uh, what I'm trying to say, oh, oh, and she'd look at me like to finish the sentence Oof. and, uh, but you know, cause they were, they were doing a lot of social things, uh, up until, uh, three years ago, uh, Thanksgiving with her. Yeah. And her then, and her husband and her yeah, husband. And then, now, are they still together? Well, le- I mean, legally married, but he hasn't seen her in a, a few, few months. Yeah. Um, we took her, um, so Thanksgiving three years ago. Um, he had his uh, son and daughter-in-law and their child, who they're older, um, staying at their home in Vegas. And my mom's known these people for decades. And she woke up and didn't know who they were oh. or why they were in her home. Oh, my God. That's and, a nightmare. Uh, that's and, my nightmare. Yeah. And, uh, and, and so she, she freaked <sighs> out and got very combative. Now, Linda could go. Like my mom could yeah, fucking she could duke fight. It. Oh my god, she too. I was more afraid of being caught by my mom doing something bad than the cops because Linda would just fuck Linda. us up. Linda, oh, call her Linda. Hell hath no fury. Linda, listen. The fucking eyes would roll back in her head, and I mean she she'd fight a cop for us. Like, what's her background? Like she she's American, but like yeah, her what's father's ancestry? Belgian and her mother. Uh, Irish and Spanish. Okay, so there's there's some fight in her. She, oh, oh fuck! But her dad was like, and that was it. Her dad was a an abusive alcoholic, Jesus. and we didn't hear a lot about that until her memory started to go. Yeah, and the short term memory goes. So these long term, yep. like the deep cached stuff, starts coming out. And uh, I remember, you know, one time we were driving down the road, and she mentioned something, and I was like, well, yeah, you know, mom, your dad uh, was a painter, and she goes, oh yeah, yo, he's a son of a bitch. <laughs> I'm like, what? She's like, yeah, he's a son of a bitch. And I'm like, well, he's, you know, he's, he's dead. Yeah, good. Good? Yeah. Well, he used to beat us and he'd beat oh my, my mom. God. He'd beat her. And there, would, there was coffee grounds everywhere on the kitchen floor. And I hit him. I hit him with a, I hit him with a vase. Holy shit. And my mom like tuned him up. 
And, Damn. And uh, she protected, she was the oldest of her three siblings, and she protected her younger brother. She hit him with a vase? Yeah, like, yeah, she fucked him up. Before she hit him with it, was she like, this would look better on the wall? Yeah, yeah, she was probably, <laughs> she's probably, she's probably, <laughs> on the ledge above the fireplace. That's <laughs> what she had in her hand. That's what she had in her she hand. She was replacing she was decorating. it. She was decorating. <laughs> yeah. She knew exactly which vase to pull. She's like, these right here. This yeah. one isn't as nice as the other no, ones. No, no, these, this isn't going to hold its value. Um, but, Anyway, yeah, so um, that was a trip to see. Um, I'll never forget driving down the road. We were driving from Santa Barbara. Um, she loved going to Santa Barbara, and we went up there to see some family on the beach, and then uh, we were driving back down to L.A., and uh, we were passing through Camarillo, where her brother lives with his family, my uncle and my cousins, and she, and she goes, I know this place. And I was like, yeah, yeah, this is Camarillo. Your brother lives over here, Uncle Don, and, you know, total notebook style. And, you know, yeah. Aunt Susan oh, and their God. kids, Stephanie, and, you know, the babies. You love the babies. She goes, oh, yeah, oh, they're great. Yeah, I go, yeah, they're awesome people. She goes, you're just great. And I was like, thanks. And she goes, I bet people just love you, don't they? And I was like, yeah, you know, some, some more than others. But, yeah, most people. And she goes, yeah, now, now who's your mother? <sighs> oh, my God. Yeah. How did you not fucking... Oh, it was like Wiley Coyote when that dynamite goes off and he smiles and all his teeth fall out. (laughs) He's running. He's still running, but he's off the cliff in midair. He's just, he's He's like, I'm going to die. He's he's running and his body's been turned to dust and it just starts blowing with the breeze away. He's Josh Hartnett at the end of 30 Days a Night on the hilltop when the sun comes up and he just gets burned alive. (laughs) That was me. So I flipped down her visor and I lifted up the mirror and I pointed at her reflection in the mirror. I go, that person right there. I go, that's my mom. She goes, oh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. That must hurt your feelings. I'm sorry I did that. I just, you know, I just really have a hard time remembering. Oh, my God. Oh, God. I feel like you're preparing me for the moment that my dad goes, who the fuck are you? And I'm literally going to punch him in the nuts. That's what you in his white dick. I'm going to give him right in that fucking grand wizard cock of his. In that wizard dick of his. The grand wizard, because it's so white. This is where I came from. (laughs) Uh, That really, that was your first road trip. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, so, but when that happened, um, I mean, yeah, I held it together. Did you did you have tears in your eyes? Of course. Um, but it's also just it's just like okay, this is what's happening now. You and this you is, have to do that. This is what's happening. This is what to, we're, so this survival. is where we're at. This is where we're at, and this is what's happening. And um, you know, I can hold it together, and I can be. Uh, what am I going to yell at her? You know, or I am know. I gonna fucking write it on her arm? You can't get mad. Yeah. I mean, you get mad, but you can't direct your anger. What? The, what? Yeah, there's no. Um, and and so you know, you asked earlier about the fuckets. The the fuckets. One of my biggest challenges in my life that that I've I mean I've done a lot of therapy to work it out, and and I still, um, it's just something I'll have forever. I don't think you ever really get over things. I think you just develop you relationships cope. with them. Yep. You know, you learn how to deal with. Your abandonment, you learn how to deal with abuse, you learn how to deal with, you know, some, I mean, people are afraid of heights, they're probably always going to be afraid of heights to a certain extent. They're going to have a healthy fear of heights, you know, they're not going to not have that one day. Yeah. They'll just be able to cope with it. Yeah. Maybe they'll it won't climb. be so scary. Yeah. But you develop a relationship with it, but you're always going to have, you know, there's going to be something in your design that's like, you know what, maybe not this mountain. Uh, yeah. And then you have to face that and, 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 and cope. But, you know, when, what I 
have to look at and constantly remind myself is that I will get, uh, because of the way my brain runs, I'll get anxiety and I'll get really hard on myself. I do the same thing. And I'll get the fuck it's. Yeah. When I feel like I'm getting fucked with or I feel like I'm outnumbered or I feel like everything is like, it's all being dropped on me. I got to figure all this shit out. And, and what's it all for anyway? Yeah. What's it all worth? And that, that's a, that's a place of suffering. And that is a, that's a, a s- sort of a it's like a cycle a cycle it's like circling the it's like when you flush the toilet yeah you know it's, it's just, like a self-loathing situation too as well because you're just like stuck in this rut where you you're not it's almost like you can't you can't see out of it once right. you get to that fuck it and you right. just gotta say fuck it in order to get out of it well yeah i mean you have to i have to be suspicious when i start getting that down yeah that that's really how fucked everything is yeah i have to get suspicious that you know what are the chances that it's that things are this fucked what are the chances that it's me just feeling alone yep and and just bringing my shit into this right now and when you know i was grieving and learning who this person was that you know was losing his mother and didn't have her anymore. Are we gonna have to stop the podcast? Or are you gonna cry? It kind of helps when you do that. I know. I, I just don't redirects want to, me. I, I wanted to redirect you. Thank you. You're I welcome. Appreciate that. Okay, go ahead. Caesar Milan me. I did. I do. I can see. <laughs> I am Dave I can see. In the back. In the back. In the back. I don't. I don't want to see you cry yet. Yeah, it's not great looking. Continue. Um, when I she would be the one that I would call to deal with something this insurmountable this like yeah she would be the one when i'm like i just don't know and i feel you know i have my brother and his wife and his uh, my nieces are amazing but you can't not feel so alone because you don't have that relationship with anyone else no that support so when that's gone it's like i wish i could tell you i wish i had 10 minutes just to hear you Mm -hmm tell me you understood or i just wish that i just had a little bit of 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 you to 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 hand this to yeah just for a minute because just you can some. hold it and we might have to stop by no you're good take a breath because <sighs> you can hold it when i can't and and then after a while you learn that you know they're not there and they can't hold it but you also learn that you can hold it. Yeah. You can. It's it It's a transference. And and it's they set us up. They set us up to love this much. They also set us up to be this strong. Yeah. And we've never had to really before. No, it's we've a been total able to change. Dance around shit. Yeah. We've been able to be so fucking fast that people know us but they don't really know us they know us to a certain degree not to the depths of this well now they're gonna know both of us (laughs) (laughs) you're like they don't know us this podcast got four (laughs) listens it was me twice and my dad twice because he forgot it the first time accidentally he didn't want to listen to it that many times he just didn't know how to work the phone anymore He thought he was ordering a pizza. Mm-hmm. He listened to the podcast. Jason May, Jason May, this goddamn Domino's place is going to shit. All they talk about is losing their minds. He called. <laughs> he called one of the places we took him to to look at one of the assisted living places. He called it a morgue. A morgue. It fucking feels that way. It's like Night uh, of the Living Dead. I was at my mother's. I actually took a picture of it. Um, I have it. 
a, a bit. Um, like it, one of the places you were going to take your mom to or at her place? At her place. I have a bit in my in my um, stand-up comedy act at my mother's place. What is this? They what is this box? They have a suggestion box in my mother's Alzheimer's ward. And there's a dude who... That's the, a really every, nice box. Everyone in there beautiful everyone in there has memory issues and there's about 60 residents is it all the same thing well it's just very, one guy re- suggesting the same thing every day well, that's a, this guy's always hanging out by it and he's like excuse me as i walk by he's like do you have um god bless america on your phone and i'm like hey buddy no i don't i don't have it today he goes okay the f- the, n- the he, song yeah he wants to he always wants to listen to god bless america he's on this dude's on a tape loop and he's standing right next to the suge- suggestion box like and there's never any cards like he just i think he just writes shit and sticks it in there and writes shit and sticks it in there yeah where are the cards they need to have cards next to it what the fuck are people supposed to do so they have there's cards next to okay it. get it in the shot but yeah and, and in a pen on a string so it's like you can just walk by and be like and yeah. put it in there and um Anyway, yeah, in in my act, I have a joke about that, about the first time that I helped my mom when she came here, and I helped her in the shower, and I, you know, she was at the point where she didn't know, like, I put her in there, slid the, the door shut, and I'm like, all right, mom, uh, so you can put your arms up, you know, and yeah, I did the same thing, like this and do like that, and, and I just look through the, you know, the uh, translucent glass, and I could see her outline, she's not moving, she's just standing <laughs> on the floor. Just like a ghost. Yeah, yeah, so I like, slide the door open, I'm like looking straight up at the ceiling, just trying to catch the lower periphery, like this, <laughs> I'm like, okay, mom, so I grab the soap thing, I'm like, over here, and I'm kind of showing her a little bit, and and uh, she's starting to move around a little bit, and starting to, I'm like, okay, you want to do your legs, and uh, and she dropped the loofah, and I looked down, and but- I've never been... <laughs> so grateful to see a bush in all of my life because if my mom had a shaved box i was going you'd back, have a suggestion i'd for go it. back to that home with a hammer and break that box open you put <laughs> a like, card. who wrote who wrote R- linda in room 32 <laughs> can, can we can we give her hardwood who, floors downstairs who, who gave her a harry's razor oh. for her birthday oh man it's <laughs> fucked up it's fucked up but those are the things like joking about that kind of shit. Oh god! You know the other thing I'll say is like, like yesterday I went and uh, I went and saw her for lunch and I fed her, and um, and when I go, I'm fucked up for a day before I go. Just in, I in anticipation of yeah. it, like yeah. So like in this late stage of where she's at, what can you say for anybody who ha- like who's gonna be there what should they know like if you could tell yourself oh, two yeah. years so ago. let yourself off the hook the the only requirements first of all depending on how great your parent was to you yeah <laughs> you know like my dad different set of requirements yeah right but if they were like, a good parent yeah and my dad you. is still in my brother's garage in an urn your dad we haven't even had a fucking thing for him yet it's been three months we're like ah, i don't know he carried They're, around in the car for like my brother yeah my brother went and picked him up from the mortuary he had him in the back of his suburban for fucking two weeks <laughs> just rolling around yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. what's there was that an apple gallon of apple juice Jesus is a box of cigars. It's dad. Yeah, it was. Dad's in the back of the yeah. Subaru. Like, what's that clinking? It's like his fillings. <laughs> <laughs> they used mercury back then. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, however, you know, whatever your relationship with your parent was. But, you know, if you had an extraordinary parent and, like, let's say that, like, in your case, you know, you want to do everything for them. Um, all that 
is required and all you really can do, you know, don't spend all of your money yeah. trying to make it nice Yeah. because it doesn't matter. Yep. And that's when you first walk into these places, you're like, oh, fuck, that's not our home. These people aren't our people. This isn't like this fucking carpeting is weird. It kind of smells like piss. It's kind of like a shitty hotel I wouldn't stay at, yeah. uh, you know, oh, but let's go to a nicer place and we'll just we'll feel better. That's all about yeah. you. That's not their experience. Remember, they're starting to fade and they're not like going, well, you know, the thread count. Is, uh, yeah, they don't give a shit. So. So one, save your money because you don't know how long it's going to last and you'd rather have the money for the marathon, you know, plan for the worst, hope for the best. And, and also there's really only two things are required, which is to make sure that they're safe is number one. You know, they're not going to fall down. They're not going to like roll out of bed and crack their fuck. You know, the people are actually making sure that like, like if they are like my mother got aggressive. Because she got so paranoid. That so happens a lot, out. which Yo, is a common totally. thing. Yeah, and she could. This woman, she's a little thing, five foot two, but man, she fucking Spicy. tuned some shit up when she yeah. got pissed off. Very righteous. Um, <laughs> and so uh, we had to put her on medication to chill her the fuck out. Like my mom needed to be two bong loads deep in the couch. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, I've been doing some research about cannabis and dementia because of reading about how the aggression factor is an issue. And, and, you know, uh, the confusion exacerbating the, the side effects and the symptoms and all these things sort of tied in. And the medication they put them on, it turns them into just a blob. Yeah, so there's... Um, there's uh, 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 a Seraphil, what's it called? Seroquel. Seroquel. So that's one. Yeah, Seroquel is like, it's an antipsychotic and it just knocks you the fuck out. <laughs> and so, you know, Seroquel is, um, it sucks but uh, I'm trying to think of there's 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 an Alzheimer medication. There's a medication that only really works for about a year. And um, uh, you can't Aricept, think of it. I think it's called Aricept. I'll look at uh, it. I'm, I'm all here. OK, but uh, there's an Alzheimer's medication that only works for a little while. Um, and they're making huge um, Aricept. Yeah. So she's on uh, Lexapro, Seroquel, um, uh, Devalprex, and uh, and the stuff called Keppra, which is an anti-seizure medication. See, now here's my problem with, with that stuff. And I'm not saying that modern um, pharmaceuticals aren't necessary in certain instances with, with certain uh, syndromes and diseases. Mm-hmm. But when you look at the science behind stuff like CBD, Charlotte's Web, microdosing, um, things on a conservative level when you're talking about medical marijuana and cannabis and all of that. Mm-hmm. I just feel like the fact that the they don't yield the side effects or the I outcome. Th- no, I think by all means, I think that um, I think that if you can try it. If it's legal in your state and you can try it and you get a doctor to write a script for it, there's a pill called Marinol that's legal here, which is yeah. basically a marijuana pill that um, some uh, pharmacies are starting to prescribe. If you can do it, do it. Try it. You have to start just, small, though. But y- you just remember, like, number one is they have to be safe. And that means they're not going to fucking tune somebody up. Yep. Right? They're not going to fall and bust their ass. Right. And and remember, like, 
one of the reasons or wander we, off and get wander, lost. Yeah, I mean that's gonna, a lot of wandering that happens. Well, <clears throat> at a certain pants. point, they'll be in locked facilities, right? They have to. My mom's in a locked facility. Um, they have to be in a locked facility yeah. at a certain point because they just, um, they 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 can't be out. They they will just cruise. It's so. It's you know it, Alzheimer's uh, on a you know just because it's like a cognitive disease that has physical effects. Mm-hmm. It reminds me a lot of uh, ALS. Lou Gehrig's mm-hmm. disease mm-hmm. in the sense that the degradation is so gradual. Well, it isn't. It isn't. I mean, sometimes it goes fast. Really? Yeah. I mean, if you can get like my mom's really went quick. I'll show you a picture of my mom 18 months apart and you'll be like, fuck. She went from, you know, a beautiful 60 year old woman to she looks like she's 85. How old is your mom? 70, 71. Okay. Because my dad's 80. Yeah. And you know, I was saying on the last podcast, would you, was your mom a drinker or anything like that? No, nah. I mean she could. She liked her want. She loved a Chardonnay. But she any any like addictions or anything like no, that? No, she smoked for a long time, but she quit at like fifty. I think. Yeah, so she was pretty like chill with that stuff. My dad was a functioning alcoholic yeah. for probably two decades, yeah. the, the later part of his life, and he started having these dizzy spells early on. When I was when I did my cross country trip and went mm-hmm. home, we noticed a change in him. Physic his physicality was different. His Mind was a little bit altered, but we mainly noticed his, but just his mobility had diminished a little. And so we went to the doctor because of that. And he had these dizzy spells and the neurologist, because she was privy to the fact that he'd been an alcoholic, told him that he needed to stop drinking, but it was vital and pertinent for him to do it gradually Yeah, because of the history. You know, my, my grandmother had dementia as well, uh, that that could, ignite and exas- yeah. exacerbate the well, side effects I mean, fuck, you know well when he quit drinking he, he quit cold turkey because uh-huh. my dad's just a f- fucking stubborn italian but was he also scared he's scared yeah he's got anxiety you know yeah. he's, he's definitely he's got to know that this is happening and yeah sure he thought well, oh, well i'll just cut that shit out and I'll yeah that's again. what he thought he's like i'll just cut that shit out and from that moment he went like in a month he went downhill so fucking fast he loved his booze. He loved his booze so, so much. Like Has he it, would just... Have you given it back to him? I've thought about it, honestly. I've really thought about just giving him a beer. Have you smoked him out? Not yet. He he can't really smoke. I was just thinking about, you know, my partner, Travis, with my dispensary. He put together a bunch of CBD syringes for me. You don't stick them in it. It's just you put it in the syringe without the needle. You know, you just squeeze it out of the top of it. And you put it like on a cookie or something. Up his you, asshole. Up his... You know, you could do it in the ass. Yeah. Sure, why not? Mm-hmm. Do you um, have them here? You do. You want... <laughs> Hey, if you can get anything besides a dream up this right asshole, I'll butt. give you 20 bucks. I have five Canadian dollars. You if keep you your can dreams in your asshole? Yeah, no wonder else? they're so shitty. Oh, Thank you, guys. There it is. Comedy podcast. Let's give it up for Jessica Peluso. <laughs> Jessica Peluso! <laughs> Where are my crickets? Oh, my God. Where are my crickets? Come on. That's the best card you ever got. It was great. Um, I have looked into it. There's... I talked about it before, but there's this documentary, short documentary on Facebook that's circulating that's called Clarity. And it's just about this assisted living place in Louisville or uh, was it Louisiana? I think. I don't know. what, what The place is irrelevant. St. Louis. I don't know where the fuck it is. It's called Clarity. It'll tell you where it is. But they're starting to implement medical marijuana into mm. the program with the seniors. Cool. And the turnaround, like just the thing about marijuana in relation to this sort of disease is you're going to notice if it's going to work or not immediately. Yeah. You know, and you're going to see w- how it helps immediately. I think at your father's stage at an earlier stage, sure. Give it a shot. You know, my mother's at the stage now to where, um, she's, 
she's in the final stage. She's chewing. Yeah. Smiling. She's looked like she was communicating with you a little bit. She can't say. She doesn't speak. But she had like, she was looking at you with love though. I saw that on that Instagram video. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. But. I'm not saying she said a full sentence, but like. That that took, uh, that took seven or eight shots shit. to get that one. She didn't, you know, she, her eyes don't track and. Yeah. That's she's so, so fucking next, heartbreaking. She's the, yeah. She's in the stage now where uh, she'll stop remembering to swallow. Like right now she knows when the food touches her lip, she knows to open her mouth and, and she'll take the food off of the spoon <clears throat> and then she'll chew it and she'll swallow it. It's like, you know, one, two, three. She'll get to a point to where she'll stop um, swallowing. And then, <clears throat> you know, we have a uh, advanced directive. By the way, get as much up front in terms of their wishes and how they want. You got to get that. That is so fucking yeah. vital. Yeah, we didn't do it with my dad, so you got to get in my that brother's stuff. garage right now. <laughs> Just underneath yeah. underneath a Neil me. Diamond yeah. vel- velvet an, Kai an, yeah. art piece. Yeah, totally. Thanks, no, Kai. Thanks, Kai. Arons. <laughs> He's a genius. Um, yeah, you know, uh, we have a non-resuscitate and... Um, and so the, the next phase is that, you know, she's going to sort of lose her appetite and just forget how to eat. And then, you know, that's uh, right now she's eating and and she stopped for a bit and we, we she does have hospice care there. Um, she got dropped down to about 50, 60 percent of her meals that she was finishing. And uh, it's kicked back up. Kicked that's that's back awesome. Up. So she's a little chunky and like and we've got we've got some time. But um, I put her into hospice. Uh the week before my dad died. I mean, that's just a one-two punch. It was awful. And then I had to do your podcast. And then we did our podcast yeah. where we just made fun of your dead dad. Yeah. Well, that show was amazing. That was one of the greatest moments of my life, actually. What, when we did the yeah. Ice House? Oh, the Ice House, yeah. Just because I'd never written something that personal that I got up and just did at not an open mic or a bar show or a fucking, you know, five minute spot. Where yeah. I'm like, hey, okay, this sucked. I'm going to leave now. You know, I did 20 minutes. And, and you had to commit to it. And I felt like, and I committed to it. My brother was there. Yep. And uh, a bunch of friends. And it, it was uh, cathartic and awesome. And, and real. And real. You I know. Heard, I heard you cackle. I cackled from the, especially like in those moments because you're working through it where, mm-hmm. You just have to like sit in it and figure out where it's going to go. Yeah, yeah, those are yeah. my favorite fucking moments. Mm-hmm. For comics, when you have comic friends and you're watching them up there, I've had those times where I'm like working out a new joke and it, you just, you display a face where you're like, that's not how I want it to go. And then you just hear one of your comic friends laugh in the back. You're like, eh, I'll fucking figure it out. Yeah, yeah. We're good. Yeah, totally. Um, yeah. I did the same thing. You came over a couple, uh, it was like last month. And we started. Why did we? Why did we start writing jokes about my dad? Did we just? You go, were gonna go to the store to oh, do a thing right. at the store, and you were like, you know, what? I, 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 I want to do something cleaner, and I want to do something more. Per- I think I want to do something about my dad. Yeah, and we wrote out those jokes. Yeah, we wrote out the it just, you know, and they they are working. Yeah, <laughs> which well, is amazing. Well, and honestly, I think it's like. Your stuff about taints and buttholes is great. It's it's my favorite. You know what? I, you know why I love that stuff so much? Taints and butthole stuff. Yeah, taints, buttholes, poop, fart jokes. Keep my going. it's my you dad and I's yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Yep, that's yep, our yep. thing. Yeah, that's what, how we've made each other laugh. That's how he made me laugh. That's yeah. It's you, you innate. Have that sen- you have that that sensibility. You can navigate a taint and a butthole. Yeah. Right. And I make it cute and accessible. Yeah. And 
Sure. <laughs> I'm cute. Cute. And <laughs> it says me literally. Yeah. Yeah. Jessime one time uh, was talking to me while she was looking in a mirror in her home. And, uh, and, she, and it was maybe the first time I'd ever been over to your place. But oh, we started rewriting we're, Mystic Springs. Yeah, we were writing this. We are outlining the script. And she's like, but what if he does this? And then he does this. And da 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 And then this. And oh, my God. And she's like looking at her makeup in the mirror. And she goes, I am cute. And then lifted one foot off the ground and ripped a trumpet fart. Just like a dry jobby. It, it was like... And I turned like I thought you did it with your mouth, but your mouth was open because you're staring at your face smiling. And I was like, wow. Well, that was, I mean, it was perfect. I can't breathe. I was like, I guess we're going to be friends. That answers that. And then I sent you a card with dead crickets. Yeah, and then I got a card with dead crickets. I'm a fun time. There's only one of you. There's only one of me. There's only one of you. Thank God. Yeah, you're incredible. And and honestly, Jess, you're just getting this whole thing. This is going to get, this is going to seem cheesy. It's fucking worse. It's going to get worse. You're in the worst of it right now. Yeah. Like when you were like, oh my God, it's so heartbreaking that your mother's going to stop chewing. It sucks, but I'm already wet. Like, you know, when you go outside and you get wet yeah. in the rain, you're like, oh, fuck, but I got to go 200 yards. Yeah. And, and I then thought you made your shirt. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> Poop joke. No, but I've done that. I've shit my pants Comedy three, three times as an adult. <laughs> so, but you know, when you're out and like, you're like, oh, I'm soaked. And then at a certain point, you're like, oh, fuck it. I'm already wet. Yeah. Right? That was me. Um, that was me when we put her in her home for about the first year and a half. Yeah. Because she was escaping. She was losing her shit. We'd show up to see her and the first 20 minutes would be her recognizing us going, oh my God. Oh, oh, you. Oh, oh, oh. oh okay, can we go? Can we go? Can oh, we go somewhere? God. Oh, I just, oh, I just love you. Oh, I love you. God. And she didn't, you know, she knew my name for a minute and a bit and then she didn't know my name and then we'd go out and we'd go shopping and it kind of you know and I'd hold her by the hand we'd walk through Nordstrom and she'd pick up every goddamn shoe <laughs> oh what about this like, I remember her picking up like the fucking the ugliest fucking like huge new balance <laughs> at, at this at, and at, at, at Nordstrom she's like oh Chris, Chris this <laughs> For you? you? Wouldn't you like this? Do, this I would have bought this? it. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, like, I'll take uh, four pairs. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But, you know, um, and then we, we'd go out and have these little adventures, and, um, and I, you know, she'd have to go to the bathroom, and I'd just go to the women's room and pray. That it would go okay. That it would go all right. And then... Um, it's like having a baby. And then, yeah, and then we'd take her home. I'd take her, drive her back to her place, and when we turned down her street, she'd be like, no, 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 I don't, I don't go here. I'm like, well, no, this is your spot. No, 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 I don't. But I don't like it here. They're not nice. Ugh. And not nice means you know they don't let her fucking leave. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, and and so I'm like, well, no, you know, mom, let's. Why don't we just walk inside and we'll talk to some people? I, I think there's really nice people in here. Let's go. I, a friend of mine's in here. We'll go in and talk to him. Will you just come in with me and we can just talk? And, and if you don't like it, you know, she goes, well, okay, oh, I don't. Yeah, but I don't go here. I'm like, well, let's just. Come on, come with me. Let's go inside. I know some people in here, and they're good people. Well, okay. And then we'd walk inside, and she'd get in there, and they'd be like, hi, Linda. And she'd be super sweet to them. And then she's like, okay, now what are you doing? And I'm like, well, Mom, you know, I got, I got to go. This is your apartment. You live here. She goes, well, I, no, 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 you're not. You're kidding. You're not going to leave. I'm like, yeah, I got I to gotta go. And she's like, well, well that, you know what? Fine. You just, you just, I can't believe this. I don't know what's going on here. And I'd be like, all right, I love you. And I'd kiss her and I'd walk out and just ball. And you'd have to do that every single time? Every time I saw her. And you know what's crazy about that is it's such a parallel to a parent dropping a kid off to school. school. That's exactly right. 
That's exactly right. But and it's it's it, the irony of that and the beauty of it and the, all of the pain of it is that, like you said before, they prepare you when your parents get to this stage. It's a transference of love in the sense that they're preparing you to give love in a different way, in a in an unconditional way. Yeah. And not that you need to have your see and watch and have your parents diminish in front of you in order to recognize this love, but it's literally a teaching. It's like it's like a natural occurrence in life and that passage of them on to whatever is the great unknown after this physical life that we have, that passage teaches us the true value of our existence and essentially w- what matters the most. I have a very dear friend that lost his son to cancer at seven. Uh, this is a comedy it's podcast. A comedy podcast. <laughs> and uh, he's, he's a music executive and started a foundation called uh, Poblov. Poblov? Uh, Poblov. His son was Pablo. Oh. And it's Poblov. Uh, and uh, it's, he's, he's raised millions and millions of dollars for uh, children's cancer research. And uh, he's an, an amazing human. And uh, I've listened to him speak at length about the experience of losing his kid. And when you lose love, <clears throat> in the hierarchy, the kid's at the top. What yeah. he went through is at the top, you know. That's terrible. Below that is, uh, I'd say, losing your, if you're that close, I think losing your parent. And then and losing them in a way where it's Alzheimer's, ALS. We have to watch them so, or go. Ass or an accident. Yeah. You know, ass, ass cancer. cancer. Fucking Jesus, Farrah right? Fawcett too soon. Oh. God. I didn't know she had it. This is a comedy podcast. A comedy, comedy podcast. Um the second half of this is going to be hysterical. I have a feeling <laughs> that we're really half. stretching the band back to let it rip. But, uh, but I think that it's been a gift. What What's happened with my mother has been the greatest. She's given in this. She's given me the greatest gift I've ever received from her, because it's forced me to slow down and sit in my feelings. Yep, and not be. You know, I was just ahead of my skis my whole life. Yeah, I was leaning. For, I was leaning too far forward. Yep. I was too anxious about like, you know, making it happen and producing results and doing the thing and being the guy and and figuring it out. And then, you know, I'd come up with some creative idea and everybody get inspired by it. And then I would take off like a rocket and end up two miles down the road without everybody around me to help me do it yeah and then i'd resent having to do it all myself and and all that came from this mania because i was in my psychology i wasn't in my feelings enough yep. and when you sit in the realness of your feelings then you get really slow and really sticky and people can stick to you people can get in they can get their hands ar- around you they can hold your heart and and they can also serve you yeah and before i wasn't setting myself up really for any cohesive relationship and for people to get behind me to really support and to serve me producing me managing whatever i needed starting a company it was it was a miracle that any of it worked out uh and a lot of you're very talented and you're driven like it's you know i appreciate that but i i and i do appreciate that acknowledgement from you specifically but nobody does it by themselves no nobody does right and so so (laughs) Why are these people like if you watch this documentary on on Spielberg, there are so many people that have been with him that just he knows how to integrate with. They know how to integrate with him. And a lot of it's just unsaid at this point. They just know they move together as a a pack. Right. And 
and you know, you've been a mercenary as a comedian. You know, you go out and t- you don't travel with a band. No, you I travel don't. on your own. With dogs. Dogs. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Uh, a band of mutts. Band of band of fucking rescues. All of you. All of us. <laughs> we all came from Charity the same cases. bound. Charity cases. Did a Bridgestone just pop? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you bitch. Oh, you're a rotten human. Uh, so yeah. So her her decline has ca- caused me to sit in this. And and what it's allowed me to do is um, I started doing comedy. I started doing the things that I wanted to do, the things I wanted to do just for myself. I, I learned how to be selfish because I had to I had to take care of myself. Yep. Um, I also um, I stopped managing other artists because I was like I don't you know I don't have it in me. Um, the 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 week that we put her in her home, I had. Uh, band i was working with with a bunch of like steven tyler and the guy, some of the guys from guns and roses and all going to africa to play like these big arena shows and you remember you telling me this about steven a, tyler oh god it was, it was misery it was misery and it was during the ebola outbreak <laughs> and i'm like i'm fucking killing myself you're like fuck ebola i don't give a fuck about yeah, ebola. Yeah, exactly my mom doesn't know who i am uh and so I just realized, I looked at my life and I was like, I'm, I'm doing all these things for other people. I'm doing all these things to be successful. I'm doing all these things out of psychology. And I do enjoy music and I do enjoy producing and I naturally produce. And you're good at it. Thank you. But I enjoy producing with people. And yeah. I also enjoy being, I, I enjoy being taken care of. And the minute I'm taken care of, I take care of everybody else. Yeah. You know, if you give me a fucking gallon of gas, I will take you 200 miles. Yeah. And... And the only way to do that is to slow down and really let other people in and, and to be part of it and to let them take care of you. And and I realize that the most powerful people I know aren't the people that can make people do shit you know, because they threaten or intimidate them. Uh, they're the people that people like so much. Or they they're want so to do, by. yeah. They're like, oh my God, if I get to do this for him, like what a gift that would be it'd be a contribution to me yep and and so the last few years i've i've set my life up i didn't mean to do it this way i literally it it happened because i called the ceo of this company i just signed a production deal with and i'm like look at dude i'm in a freeway underpass right now crying my fucking eyes out and i'm just i'm missing her so bad right now I, i i don't i'm not on set and i don't need to be on this fucking such and such meeting I'm going to go home if you need anything. That's where I'm going to be. I'm going to be in my studio listening to music and writing or I, I might go take a yoga class. I don't know. And he he was like, whatever you need, just do whatever you need and we'll figure it out. And for the last three years, if he ever texts me or calls me up like, hey, man, can you come into my office? Can we talk for a minute? I've had this awesome production deal at Uproxx. Um, our, every one of our conversations starts out with the door shutting and him going, so dude, how's your mom doing? How's your mom? And he means it. Yeah. How, how are you? you yeah. Know, what'd you get into? And that's what Matt, and that's, that's I didn't really know what that matters. That would really exist. And he's a, he's a great dude. There are, I can give you a couple dozen other examples of people that have shown up in my life like that. Jason Rouse, yeah. people that are like, Oh, this motherfucker needs something. And Jason, you know, he, he, he I had him stay here because he needed, he didn't have much, Yeah, you know, at the time he's doing good now, but like he went through this dry spell and he, and he got fucked by a promoter and I was like, dude, just stay in my place. And crack of dawn, I was in my kitchen getting ready to, 
go to work and I was just thinking about it and I just started I was sobbing and he comes out of my guest room and uh we just had this moment where like he just he grabbed me and and he was like you know like big brother style like yeah. I just cried it out and then um it kind of set this tone for like there's an understanding with us there's a um there's a tenderness in that in that relationship that um I've always flirted with in the past and it's always looked like I had that yeah. because of my repartee and because yeah. people are like, Oh, yeah, you're so fun to be you're, around. You're da, da, da. The surface thing. But, but when it gets really deep and rooted, then it, get, it just gets more real and you, and you realize that like, Oh wow. And these motherfuckers like, they'll take care of that. Yeah. They'll do this thing for me if I need this thing. And you just don't feel as alone you feel like, oh, and you know what? Like, I have that with Jason and with you. Yeah. We laugh until we cry. CEO. Oh, my God. You are fucking. We laugh until we cry. Like, we try and sit down and write this script that we've been working on. And every time we do, <laughs> look at these sentences. Gone, look what I wrote. My name is Jesse May. I'm not a hooker. My, I wrote this. My name is Chris McClure. I'm a rotten, rotten whore. whore. Yeah, yeah. And you, and you only wrote that because you want to try out your handwriting on my I whiteboard. Did. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking idiot. There have been times to where we've we finished working together and then I'll go out with someone for for dinner and they're like, what's wrong with you? You're so quiet. I'm, I'm like, exhausted. I'm fucking white. I literally, I got nothing. Do you remember, Can you do all the talking? Do you remember when I called you? Oh, I have God. so many technical issues. Like I'm doing the podcast solo right now until I can figure out where I'm going to put it until High Times figures their deal out when it's going to live in their network. So I'm doing it myself. Do you remember when I called you from my sister's house? Oh, and my I'm like, God. I recorded yeah, with my dad. Yeah, you have And you speaker. told me. You're like, and that's another thing I'll tell people when this starts to happen. If this is happening to you, dementia, Alzheimer's, take interview them. Mm-hmm. Even if they, they're going in and out of lucidity, even if they're not making complete cognitive coherent sense, interview them because you're going to you'll want it later in life. And I recorded my dad and I didn't have the inputs right. And I called you and, and just the, you trying to explain it to yeah, me. Yeah. And you, you said input. And I, that just threw me off. I'm yeah. like, all right, now where's the what's the input? Yeah. <laughs> that word just <laughs> totally threw me the fuck off. I had no idea how to handle it. <laughs> My you sister were, was laughing about that you for were weeks. Fucking, you, it was literally like it was like talking to a fucking eleven-year-old. You were just so like I can't tell how many times we've gone through this thing. I literally emailed you a template while I, I was on the phone with you. I know. Like here, just open it up and put it in this. You're just fucking help us. I just can't function. I can't function. Um. I think uh, we're probably going to have like a bunch more of these episodes because people it's when you keep the moral for me is and I think what you were touching base on is that when you start to lead with more truth and you honor your feelings as opposed to your psychology, which essentially, you know, you're going you're more about feeling the moment instead of thinking about the moment. um, You get that back. You you start to open up this world of. All of that, the universe puts it back into your face. The same way if you lead with hate and anger, you're going to get that back. Yeah, well, I think when you lead, when you, and this also, you know, you you, you have to be around the, or expect. Are you, you know, stroking out right now? Yeah, you have to be around the right kind of people. <laughs> <laughs> same in my psychology. You are. But when you're around the right kind of people, 
and, and the right kind of people can find you like this when you're being this way. Yeah. I believe that you actually attract those people. There's going to be assholes. There's going to be people of that course. can't. There are people in my life that can't handle. There are people in my family that can't handle this. Yeah, me too. They can't see my mom. They can't see. They can't talk to me about Not it. Not everybody's regularly. built for it. You know, and, and, and how do you know? You know, uh, like how you do don't you know, know until you experience yeah. it. But, but I didn't there, know I could t- handle certain things. There are people that that aren't going to be able to 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 get behind you, or there there are people that aren't going to be able to fuck with you, and there are people that you don't want to fuck with. There are people that you know you don't want to be collaborating with. No, you know, there are people that are just going to drag you down or aren't going to add. Yeah, but the profound, amazing contribution that you're going to get from the amazing people is only going to happen when you're in your feelings and you're vulnerable and you can allow them in because there's there's nothing for them to do otherwise yeah no other than to just because they can't bo- they can't bullshit you yeah when you're like that when you're that open and raw they can't bullshit you yeah and and that's a silver lining and all this crazy fucking uh, painful in real dimension alzheimer's thing is that when you are dealing with a family member who you love so much and you can't do anything but be raw and in the moment and honor your feelings then you start to just live that way and that's like you know for me that's been one of the better realizations about myself that oh i'm strong enough to be there for my dad and i'm also strong enough to be okay to be there for myself in those moments where i feel like i want to fucking just ball myself up and stay in my fucking room for until that feeling just goes away yeah well because you've been so used to fucking dancing around it yeah you know you, and, and it just so, came out of nowhere like of it, this this thing comes out of nowhere and it's like i'm losing my best friend so that pain has made me be more like fuck it i'm i'm i was like fuck it before but now i'm even more fuck it because i just feel that the realness of the situation is making you more real to my emotions. And yeah. so I'm just going to say how I feel. So, and I think I'm cute. You know, the only, like I said, at this point, make sure he's safe, make sure he's comfortable and, and allow yourself, your humanity, allow yourself yeah. to feel those things. Allow yourself to cancel shows. I did. I did. You know, allow I, yourself I had to, to the other night, allow yourself to, um, just all of that and right now um right now know that it's it's the worst and it's going to be you know this transition period where he's sort of in and out and you're you're getting to know this phase of Jessame it, it all growth is fucking look at puberty all growth it's is awkward and awkward painful and fucking, and, pain, and, and fucking so foreign and ugh, like what's that uh uncomfortable and then shameful and you want to get rid of the fucking sh- the shame. I don't believe shame serves anything. No, it doesn't. So, so, and that's why I'm saying, you know, uh, I felt a lot of shame about like, well, fuck, I don't have a house in Malibu with a fucking guest house where I could have, you know, full time live in care and a place for mom, so oh, she could just go fuck. out there and pick tomatoes all day, and you know, fucking, I've totally failed as a son. I'm not doing everything I should. You know, I didn't. I'm not where I should have should be i've had those feelings too yeah yeah you feel like shame that you're not able to provide the way you you think you should and so if there's anything i could take from you and just fucking yank it it's like it's that if i could just pull that off of you and and so you didn't have to experience that because it doesn't it makes everything worse feeling that way um but but under but but understanding that you know you get to fully grieve you get to 
you get to be a mess through this and you get to be awkward. It, those two things, is he safe? Is he comfortable? Yeah. You know, once those boxes are checked, your job is done. And and it's just at that point a matter of how much time you want to put into it that yeah. day. Right? Oh, I'm gonna send him a fucking puzzle. Let's see how let's see how this fucking works. And, and and also try and find something funny about what's going on. Oh my god, if I didn't have my brother you got my laugh. oh my god my sisters and I we laughed so Fuck. hard my dad lost his wallet and we're like check the toaster check the freezer mm-hmm. maybe it's in the cat litter like we're just on this long ass text oh, thread feel, of all I, these I feel bad for random- that cat <laughs> <laughs> all these fucking could be random- worse Jessamay you could be your father's pet oh man has anybody seen my pen uh, the cat's not using its hind legs <laughs> I've got an idea it's not an inkwell dad <laughs> It's a goddamn nightmare. <laughs> goddamn nightmare. But um, the good news and the bad news is uh, um, the good news is this isn't forever. What this phase that you're going through right now could be a few months, could be a year, could be two years. Um, but it's not ten years. Yeah. This isn't. It's not forever. No. And and it's and it's also um, it's it gets better. Because you're, you just, right now you're just Because you get wetter. Yeah. And you're just starting to get wet now. And that's where you're starting to notice like, oh, fuck, it's on my leg. Oh, fuck, my, oh, well, my shirt now. Well, now I'm going to have to My hair is just, all right, you well, know? now my makeup's down my face. And then We're the good. And the minute you just get completely immersed in it, then, then you're like, what? Well, you know, I can deal with it. It's, it's, it's the same way, you know, there's this Arthur Miller quote about uh, war, about how, you know, one day you faint because the gardener. Uh, cuts his uh, thumb off and then the next day you're climbing over bodies and fucking smoke and because the shit got bombed out and you just all of a sudden you know you build up a resolve build up this like oh well that's I guess this is what's happening yeah and so you know and I think that any kind of tragedy you know losing someone uh, an illness uh, a a horrific accident all these types of things that throw a fucking uh, wrench into your plan yeah they uh, what what we're in control of is we're not in control of ass cancer or Alzheimer's. Well, I control my ass cancer. Oh, Speak for I yourself. Don't. I don't. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Do you really control it? I don't think you control it. I think you just know when it's going to happen. I know. I got. Yeah. I, I set up the chamber nice. Yes. Yeah, I get the ammo set up and then I go. Oh, my God. It's a, we got to record one. I think I might. I might. Like I, you're an expert farter. There's an episode on here called Farts. It's like the seventh episode I ever did and it's all Have farts. Have you ever lit a fart? I'm terrified. I'm Sicilian. I feel like it's like lasagna dust and no, I'll just no. explode. It's like pure sausage. Ever try and light a sausage on fire? Those things are combustible. Are they really? I don't know. I just You're assume. just making shit up. I'm just making shit up. <laughs> this whole thing's what? been a joke, guys. All, Our all parents are joke. fine. Oh, wait. My mom's here. Hey, mom. Come here. <laughs> <laughs> mom, I'm watching to meet Jessica. She's in a business suit. Yeah. Oh, love that. Is that a new Benz? Oh, it's beautiful, mom. It's beautiful. This is a comedy podcast. It is a comedy podcast. This has been wonderful. So you know what's going to be great, Jess? What? Um, documenting this and your transition through this, um, you're gonna you're gonna be better. Like you came into this good. You came into this a good person, but you're gonna come out the other end of this even better, and like more plugged into your life with more people plugged in to your heart and your fucking. Your humor's already getting better. Your act's already getting better. You're trying out the stuff that's like, 
holy fucking shit, it ain't taint jokes. No. You know, and there's taints in it, but it, it ain't taint, taint jokes. It, but you know, you're washing taints, but but you're you're working out you're working out who like what really makes you extraordinary. And and uh you know, with our with our humanity, as much as, you know, we have to go through shame and we have to go through these horrible like uh we have to go through anxiety, we have to go through all of these things to to get to finally what our feelings are, um, that they make us, that's really what makes us profound. Yeah. And if, you know, you find somebody that's been through a bunch of that kind of shit, like they're incredible people. If they've made it out the other end of it yep. with their feelings and connected to their heart, you know, who's not incredible are the fucks that are dodging it. Kardashians. You know, <laughs> yeah, I mean, just people, you know the people who dodge the real shit. People that dodge, yeah, that you know, there are people that there are people that look to life to give them a life. Like, oh, if I, you know, if I dress like this, make this money, have this success, and then there are people that bring life to life. Yep. Um, you know, you've seen it with comedians. They're like, oh, when I get my special, when I get to this, when I get to that, when I get when it, their whole thing is about like. Uh, looking to life to give them a life. And right? it's the opposite. And then and it's really the opposite because when you when you bring life to life, you know, th- then that's what fucking connects. And that's what makes you extraordinary. That's what makes people, it's, it's like going, hey, well, um, I've got, you know, I've got a, a, a pile of shit here. I'll see what I can do with it. That's, how rude, Chris McClure, that's my bun. <laughs> <laughs> it literally does. It looks like an angel just descended from heaven in a flying W, right? Like this with the knees up and the ankles out and just shat a soft serve on the top of your head. And the irony is you just went and got your hair done the other day, right? You just got your hair done and you're like, oh, thank you, Angelica, oh or whoever the fuck it was. You spent four hours making it so perfect. Fuck Let me twist this thing up you. into a fucking solid bowel movement. On that note, folks. It looks, you know what it looks like? It looks like a retard put an ice cream cone out on the top of your head. Hashtag me too. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. Chris McClure, where can they find you? I am Chris McClure. I am um, Chris McClure. And what your friends uh, with this, he lost his son to cancer. What's his foundation again? Pablov. Um, yeah, uh, Jeff Castellas. He's an incredible human. Uh, Pablov, P-A-B-L-O-V-E. Um Check it out. They do amazing. Yeah, check that out. Amazing stuff. Donate. Um, be good people. Don't be selfish assholes. And try and find funny in all the tragedy. And yeah, and if anybody uh, wants to direct message me about um, tips on on this, I'm totally open to it. I am Chris McClure on Instagram. And also, if you guys have questions, you know, I'm not a professional. I'm just getting into this, but. I would also love some tips, but if you're getting into the process of having a, a, a parent with dementia or Alzheimer's, please message us. Chris has been through a lot. I'm sure you would respond I'd love to, to hear. them. Yeah, I mean, from all ends, I'd love advice. Yeah. And I'd also love, I um, mean, if there are people out there that um, have had success with CDB oil. Please let us know. Anybody who's had success with CBD oil, um, let us know how that's going. And I'm doing more research on it as... I you're just looking right into my shit bun. Okay, yeah. let's is just there, stop. Is there anybody out there that knows how to <laughs> absorb, uh, uh, put a matte finish on a forehead? <laughs> I hate you. All right.
Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.